Hello, and welcome to episode 14 in our weekly podcast, That's One for the History Books. I'm Marty Cohn. My good friend and co-host, you, Ryan, and I are profiling Americans who made important contributions to our country, but who have not received the popular credit that we think they deserve. Today, we are profiling a man whose name is familiar, I'd wager, to every one of our listeners, yet it's likely that none of our listeners have ever heard of him. And his name wasn't actually his name. So a double paradox, Marty. And yet it's also a statement of the literal truth. So let's look at the first paradox. How could somebody's name be familiar to you when you've never heard of the person? Well, the answer to that uh, is given by the name of a certain Italian immigrant to the United States in the early years of the 20th century. His name was Candido Jacuzzi. And yes, we are talking about the inventor of the Jacuzzi hot tub. Now for the second part of the double paradox, what did I mean when I said his name wasn't actually his name? In Northern Italy, the ancestral home of the family whose seven sons and six daughters immigrated here in the very early 1900s, their name was Icuzzi. It began with an I, not a J. Through sloppiness, inattention, or perhaps malice, a clerk at the immigration point on Ellis Island erroneously entered his name Jacuzzi on the papers of the first family member to immigrate here. Hence, the new name was born. The Icuzzi clan would be neither the first nor the last to have their name altered in this fashion. They were also a prototypical immigrant family, had a prototypical family saga. The brothers began the immigration with Valerio, the second oldest of the 13 siblings, all children of a carpenter and his wife. First the boys, then the girls. They all came here speaking very little English with no money, no connections, no sponsors, no friends in high places. They relied only on their own brains and ingenuity and a work ethic that led them to tackle any job they took with very high energy. They settled in the rural West, digging ditches, building railroads, picking oranges, anything to make a buck. Maybe hard to conceive of now, but in those days, there was no social safety net from either the state or the federal government. You made it on your own or failed to make it on your own. Now, the, now the brothers had studied mechanical engineering in Italy. So after years of scrimping low-wage, manual labor, they were able to open a machine shop. At first, they manufactured parts for a new invention, the airplane, making the first curved, not flat, wooden propellers for World War I aircraft. They also developed the first fully enclosed aircraft cabins, quickly adopted for a new service, airmail. In 1921, however, one of these planes crashed, killing all aboard, including Giocondo Jacuzzi, and the family left the aircraft industry for good. So, hearkening back to their days of picking oranges in irrigated fields for a living, they began manufacturing a line of water pumps. They were based on the design by one of the sisters, even though, unlike their engineer brothers, the girls had trained as seamstresses. 
And here we see the origin of their line of hot tubs. But the roots of the product line that would make their name into a household word were not in children playing in the water, or dare I say, adults playing in the water. Sadly, in 1943, Candido's 15-month-old son, Kenneth, received the grim diagnosis of a disease that, at the time, was all but untreatable, pediatric rheumatoid arthritis. There were no pharmaceutical or surgical remedies, and the clinical expectation was that he might not live beyond the age of eight. Right you are, Marty. Nowadays, there are four classes of prescription drugs that can relieve the crippling pain of this horrible autoimmune disease, although they can't cure it. But in 1943, the only treatment was a hydrotherapy water pump at a hospital that was about an hour's drive from their home. That drive constituted an hour of crippling torture for the child. Plus, the dimensions of the tub were such that Ken had to sit in it upright. It was very uncomfortable. The, but the pump that, the Ken, that Candido and the family company devised attached to regular bathtubs, allowing Ken to stretch out much, much more comfortably. Hence, the jacuzzi tub was born in 1948 strictly as a niche medical treatment product. It was sold only through pharmacies and bath supply shops. So in the 1950s, the company expanded its marketing program to sell their product as a consumer item for the home. They started selling it as a hydro massage pump for exhausted manual laborers and homemakers, weekend athletes with sore muscles, and seniors suffering the aches and pains of old age. Not as a playful water device for children and adults. In 1966 came its Hollywood debut in a hilarious comedy, The Fortune Cookie, starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Al Pacino appeared in a jacuzzi in Scarface, and a time-traveling hot tub would sustain an ongoing skit on Saturday Night Live. The product line appeared on Queen for a Day, and the company hired Jane Mansfield as a celebrity spokesperson. With global recognition for its brand and its product line, the family company opened factories in Canada, Italy, Mexico, Brazil, and Chile. By 1979, no fewer than 279 Jacuzzi family members were involved in the enterprise, and more than half its sales came overseas. Yeah, that was probably the high watermark, undefinitely intended, of the family business. Sadly, behind the scenes, Fishers had been developing in the foundation of the enterprise for more than a decade. A jacuzzi versus jacuzzi lawsuit divided the family into two camps, warring over some of the business transactions of Candido's. And the litigation, incidentally, revealed an apparent tax evasion on Candido's part. As a result, Candido had to flee the country, first Italy, then South America. And in 1979, the family sold the company and their family brand name to Walter Kidd and Company for $73 million. Ownership has changed many times since then. As nearly as I can de determine, the number of family members associated with the business is now one or zero. So not exactly a Hollywood happy ending to the family saga. The company endures nonetheless as Jacuzzi Group Worldwide, describing itself as the premier manufacturer 
of functional products for the home and outdoor space found in more than 60 countries with annual sales of $500 million. Industry groups estimate the overall hot tub market in the U.S. alone at nearly $5.5 billion, and they expect it to grow to $6.5 billion over the coming five years. While the United States is the largest market for these products, Asia is the fast growing. There are about 7.3 million hot tubs in the U.S., 5.8 million in homes, and 1.5 million in hotels, resorts, spas, and other hospitality industry venues. So that small pump that Candido devised back in the 40s to provide relief to his ailing son has spawned this huge business, even though the Jacuzzi family no longer owns it. So over the decades, tens of millions of people throughout the world have relieved the aches and pains of physical labor, of disease, of old age, with the uh, results of Candido's uh, innovation back in the 40s. We can also end the story on one bright note regarding the Jacuzzi family itself. Remember that the doctors thought Candido's little son, Kenneth, would be totally disabled by his rheumatoid arthritis and most likely not reach the age of 10. Now, he was confined to a wheelchair, but Ken lived long enough to graduate from college, earn an MBA, marry, work for the family business in its Italy operations. He lived to age 75. That's a good place to end our tale. But before we sign off, We'd like a tip of the hat to a reporter on the New York Times, Sakia Solomon, Saskia Solomon, whose feature article flagged the Jacuzzi family story for our podcast. Thanks for listening to this edition of That's One for the History Books. The music Hat the Jazz by Twin Musicom is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution license. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I'm Marty Cohn. With my co-host, you, Ryan, stay healthy.